Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, it's those guys with your host here, Matt Marrero, along with... No, you're Agent M and I'm Agent T. Come on, man. You're blowing our cover. Fuck. So anyway, I... Uh, we, now we, we have to talk- go back in time and stop ourselves from doing this podcast. God, I could fix so many things. Um, so I, I, you think that's where I would start? You think that's where I would start? (laughs) Um, so either way, we're talking about men in black three today. I'm here with Tristan and we, it's been a while because you and I have not uh, done a podcast together technically in terms of like a review of something for a bit, because this past month, if this is coming out late September, like I believe it to be, uh, we've gone into the future. So it's actually this on the exact uh, the exact opposite. Uh, We're in the Tara future, and I, and I didn't even have to jump off a building to get there. Thankfully. We're in the future, and Tara and I this past month talked about different seasons, and I think the movie of My Hero Academia. So that was really cool thing to review with Tara that Tara and I totally didn't do in advance. We didn't record that in advance. Um, but yeah. either way, either way, we're talking about Men in Black Three. And how much I thought it was somehow it, it has these moments where it's so bad, and then these other moments where I'm like, "Damn it, Will Smith still has it. He just has not skipped. He's not lost a step. It's nuts." Oh yeah. No, it's and oh, also to yeah. be fair, what? No, I'm just thinking of him with the um, the neuralizer. It's just on point every time. Yes. No, it is. Do you think the he puts down and takes him out of his pocket and like looks at him like, which one am I going to use today? <laughs> it was. It's also the scene where he said, "Oh no, I call every uh, man K and I call every woman O." And when I see a couple, I'm like, "Okay." And I was like, "That's just fucking hilarious." Oh God! <laughs> he, he no, he can he can read from a phone book and just sell it as comedy. Yeah, right. Like the like he oozes charisma, so he hasn't lost a step. Oh yeah. Uh, and the cast overall, I have to say, I give them ex- like a lot of credit for the complete garbage that I think they were given at certain points. Not always, but at certain points, I think it was garbage. Sorry, I just do. It just was some right. of the some of the scripts was just some of the the you know the attempts at humor were just not good, and like when it, when it happened with Men in Black too, I thought ah you know, it it came out in two thousand two, so, you know I don't know, and also because of the fact that it was close somewhat close to the first Men in Black, I was like yeah you know sequelitis, but with this one I was like they had years, to yeah. to hammer this down. Yeah, and it crazy. feels as if that that it was kind of dusted insane, off. Right? Well, no, ten years. Oh right, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Men in oh, Black Two. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me let me make sure, but I'm pretty sure it's a ten year gap from 2002 to 2012. Um, either way, Tristan, what are your thoughts on some of what I've said so far? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know you had, like, your issues with, like, taking the main villain, whether it was, like, do I laugh at him? Do I take him seriously? Yeah, I'm Boris. Like, yeah, like, every, yeah, Boris. Like, every, it's just Boris! 
<laughs> every room he walks into, everyone's always dead after he leaves that room. So, like, there is that. But on the same hand, you have him arguing with his past self. You have him also <laughs> trying to end in with humanity, which I thought <laughs> was hilarious. It's like, well, yeah. Is he trying to mimic laughter? I think I think that's what he's doing. <laughs> well, no, I think he was dicking and, uh, with them, like, oh, I'm, oh, it's so funny, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But like, definitely. it was just, it's just weird. And even some of the lines that they gave him, where early on, this is the stuff that I considered garbage, where it was just like, you know, where the two guards who were assholes were just like, hey, we're not trying oh, to do any yeah. conjugal visits here. When is the last time you've ever conjugated anything? And I'm like. Again, the actor's doing the best that he can. Yeah. But like with the script he's given. <laughs> yeah. But it just yeah, wasn't. The opening funny. of that movie was probably my least favorite part of it. Like, let's be I honest. Think. If you didn't have to podcast this with me and have to, meaning that I asked you to, if you didn't have that investment, would you not have changed the channel if you were watching this on T V? Yeah, from that, like, if I didn't know anything else about the movie and I just saw that first scene, yeah, I'd, I'd probably just, like, mm, not Well, no, not even, even if you know, even if you know this is Men in Black 3, when seeing that, you're like, I have other stuff to do. If you didn't yeah. have the podcast uh, on it. Like, you're like, I'll get right. back to it another time. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's the thing. So imagine that, too. Like, that's just my... That's the part that I remember about the movie the most, despite the fact that, there, again, there's some really – I love the concept of time travel in the movie. There's some interesting stuff yeah. that happens in the film. But just from that opener alone, I'm like, oh, I'm in for a shitty ride. Yeah. It's funny. Like, it kind of grew on me as the movie went along because we got back to, you know, J&K. Mm. Like, yeah, there there are definitely a few – a handful of scenes here and there that I was like, really? Yeah. You could have done without that. Like, Marty, what's the other this? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So I feel the same way as well. I was bringing it up to you as well before we began the show. So just a few jokes. Um, well, one that I think was good. Let's talk about the good first. The, the, the fact yeah. that we had, because Jay was in the past, you know, and it was yeah. 1969, he was stopped by two white police officers. That shit happened, and that shit still happens today. But like oh, yeah. the dude, yeah. but like the dude who had the time travel tech said, wasn't really the best time for. It's weird. He could have said you guys, but I mean, he was like your people, and I'm like, that's a, also a weird way to fucking word it. Um, yeah. Although I love Will Smith's reaction, like I will take you with me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I just, the look on his face was like probably the same look on my face. I was like, dude, are you? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I mean, I know you're, I get it, but like, really? Why your you people? That's just a weird. better way to word that? <laughs> you guys, is it easier? No, but that wasn't, again, I don't think that was actually bad. That wasn't bad, and oh, I don't yeah. think the, and I don't think him being stopped by two cops was bad and what he did to the cops, because like, although, and again, he said a funny joke himself, in my opinion, where he's just oh, like, yeah, that, where he yeah. talked about like, every time you see a where, black man with a car like this. Oh, well, no. Yeah. No, when he said every time you see a black man with a car like this, does not mean that he stole it. And he's like, okay, but right. I did steal it. But still, Techn- all right, not, a, not because I'm black. Right, yeah. And I was like, um, that's funny, in my opinion. I think that can work, especially, again, it's Will Smith selling it, too. That also helps. Right. But uh, there were two scenes. That was, one That was the other with, thing for me. What? 
no, just before he tells him, he's like, yeah, he's like 1969. You might want to be careful. I'm like, wait, what? And I'm like, oh, no. Are we oh, gonna, yeah, I... Are we doing this? Yeah. Well, no, yep. I... Well, yep. You know what? This. I'm. Here's the thing. I'm fine with it because it's like a Doctor Who thing oh, no. as well. It's, where, yeah, exactly. where, you know, I mean, it you have... Sense. like, it would, Yeah. It would be kind of off if he just walked back and everything was fine in a way, you know? Like, racism doesn't exist. Like, that's silly. Yeah, exactly. So, right. so right. you know, exactly. I'm happy that that was in there. And I don't know who suggested that scene, but I know that Will Smith, interestingly enough, on the set of MIB2, suggested that they do time travel for this movie. So, right. I don't know if he pitched the scene itself, but either way, he sold it very well because, like, I... And, like, again, like, I think that, you know, that needed to be in there. Because, like, like, with Doctor oh, yeah. Who... Now, if people don't know, the newest Doctor in Doctor Who uh, is a woman, and also she travels right. with a diverse group of companions. So, yeah, they went to the 60s, and people were looking at her um, – one of her companions who was brown-skinned, the one who was African-American. Well, actually, he wasn't African-American because they're British, but he yeah. was black, and they were like, mm, we don't like talking yeah. to your kind. And it was like, oh, right. Jesus. But you know what? You were in the 60s in the South. I mean, what do you what 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 they're right. gonna think Kumbaya? Yeah, you know, right? Like, it's yeah, exactly accurate at that point, which yeah, exactly should be. exactly. So in this case, I feel the same way. But what was weird is is two things. One, the fact that minorities are still the aliens. It's just weird to me. I understood in the two thousands or early you know late nineties, early two thousands. It was like, oh yeah, you know, all the taxi drivers and a lot of diversity in New York is really just aliens. Because they, you know, they look weird, don't they? I was like, all right, whatever. Like again, it came, it came out a long time ago, whatever. But this came out in 2012. So when you have the the dude running the Chinese place, to be fair, it was a Chinese place. What was that? Sorry, the companion's name, Ryan. Yes, Ryan. Um, when you when you have the the guy who's running the Chinese place, at first I actually like what they did, where. I, well, at first I didn't, and then I did. It was so weird, Tristan. I was on a roller coaster ride of emotions. No, because at first he was, you know, doing an accent and everything, and I was like, oh god. And then they were like, all right, cut the tourist bullshit. You know, it's us. Don't fucking do this. And he was like, come on, guys. Like, what are you, what are you trying to do? What, like, I forgot what he said, but he kind of said it with the, with the tone of like, why are you trying to break my balls here? Yeah, right. No, right. that is what he said. <laughs> I think oh, that's, that's literally what he said. Like. Stop busting my balls, guys. Come on. That's Yeah, there we go. Okay, and it made sense because, like, uh, yeah, he's a New Yorker. Like, not that you can't be Asian with an accent in New York, right? But it's just one of those situations where that's not always the case. So it's just weird yeah. in a movie where you would have that being showcased. So I was like, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, just kidding. He's an alien. Because, like, why would he – like, he could just have been a normal dude who, like – even though it's like, but if he was a normal dude, wouldn't he have been neuralized? Sure. But – I don't know, man. It right. just felt weird that, you know, that it was just like, well, no, he has to be an alien. And, she, yeah. and then the woman had to be an alien, too, because she works there. So, right. like, she has to be some type of alien. She can't just be an Asian person in New York. Like, it does make sense that they would be chilling at, like, you know, a, a, they being men in black would be chilling at a place with aliens in the back because that's usually how the movies right. work. It's just weird that they yeah. usually end up being minorities. When they're dogs, it's just yeah. more cats. It's fucking hilarious. Um, right. Speaking of, no Frank, I it was sadly. Interesting, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do miss Frank. I, I think mean, he the passed away. Shot, a shot here and there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because his well, picture was up. 
in the back of Jay's apartment. Oh, shit, it was. Huh. Yeah. You're right. So, so like, well, I don't know if... Thing. What? I mean, because they open up with the eulogy for Zed, too. Mm. Which is now and sad although, because Rip Thorne right, recently exactly. passed away. Right, recently passed. Right, you I know what's, put that you, in my head. Sorry about you that. Want, no, it's fine. But you know what's something? Here's something funny, though, something I didn't know until I was reading up on it. Apparently, Rip Thorne played an alien in the background during that eulogy scene. So I guess that might have been written like I don't like I thought he didn't want to be in the movie, but I guess maybe it was kind of like no, I think it's your time, dude. And he's probably like, yeah, you're right. Like there's a lot of work, <laughs> whole movie. Because if you think about it, he wouldn't have been in it for long anyway. So it's like right, get him yeah. for a fun little cameo as an alien. I don't know if he had like a big prosthetic head or something. I don't know which alien he was, but he was an alien in the background of that uh, eulogy scene. <laughs> And, yeah, yeah right. he wasn't in the rest of the movie. So, yes, he recently passed away, which is sad. Um, the actor who played Zed, yeah. Um, but either way, getting back into – before we talk about another scene I didn't like, again, talking about Frank. Uh, love that dog. And something I didn't notice, I sort of squinted at, but I read up on it. When Will Smith was driving in that car, behind him was a huge poster that was like a carnival attraction that said – uh, come see the mysterious talking pug. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> I did see that, and it didn't click. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking carnival attraction just captured Frank. He's like, fine, I'll do it as long as you feed me. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I yeah, apparently... You know what I love too, by the way. Something just as a little fun side note. When at Coney Island, when everyone's you know fucking you know hippying the fuck up and probably smoking right. like the best pot, there's one alien around there, and I love it because I'm sure some people were like, "Wow, cool costume, man." And he's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. "Like I just fucking love it." Yeah, right. They're like, "Yeah, ula bula to you too, man." Oh, I mean, yes, my costume. <laughs> Um, oh, what I loved to death was when um, when Agent O, when she was like, I spoke to this, uh, I forgot the alien race, the queen, and when she heard about Zed's passing, she said this to me, and then just just makes just says that and goes, typical Zed, or that's something Zed would right. say. And I was like, also I love what. Again, my face is basically just like Jay's. Like what what is. What is going on and why? Why is well, no? The reason why I liked it is because I love her actress and she sold it very well. Like she didn't. She just oh, yeah. went with it as if it was like, yeah, no, I'm speaking from the heart. This is what was said yeah, to me in confidence and in sadness. And Zed's legacy will live on. But just makes all That's these noises. And, yeah. Right. I, I wonder how many takes of that scene they had to do for, like, everyone oh to keep god. a straight face. <laughs> oh, my god. No, they had to have filmed the shots with of, like, the rest of them with her not saying anything and then filmed her, and I bet you she cracked at least a few times. Yeah, like, it was just oh, – yeah. oh, my god. So, anyway, so we got to some good stuff. Now the thing that I wasn't the biggest fan of, mixed in with something that I was okay with. So, like – We've heard before, oh, celebrities are aliens for the most part. Makes sense. David Bowie being an alien? No fucking shit. Um, but 
when we have, oh, all these models are aliens and all these people with Andy Warhol are aliens, hell, Andy Warhol right. I thought was an alien because it makes sense because you have him you know, talking about like, oh, I just, your feelings right now and everything that's going on with your, with your vibe. Like that makes sense. But the problem is, is that a lot of that is tied to a lot of, I guess, at the time, gender expression and people who were either trans or gender nonconforming and a lot of people who were in the LGBTQ plus community. So because of that, they have someone there who's trans and who has a deep voice. And there's nothing wrong. Like, it's not as if it's a problem that she is trans with a deep voice, but it's just that right. it's weird when you connect it to the already established point that was just done. It's not like this is from two movies ago, and I'm just, like, bringing in, you know, random lore right. or something. Yeah. Like, it's done in the same, like, 15-minute segment. Yeah, the same scene, right. the same um, setting. That's a good phrase, the same setting. Yeah. That, oh, all these people are probably fucking aliens. Because they're so fucking weird. And then you have someone who's trans there who hits on Will Smith and look, or hits on Jay's character. And look, Jay doesn't have to, like, I'm not saying, like, well, you know, Jay should have been like, hey. Because, like, I'm not trying to get into all of that right now. It's just that it's, it's just weird that you set them up as, as the whole, everyone in there is, oh, they're all alien and weird. And then you have someone who is trans and he's just like, right. oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm chilling. Like, the reason why is because. I don't yeah. believe the context of the scene was us supposed to go like, yeah, she's trans. Good, good, good for her. Go her. No, it was supposed to be like, huh, he was just hit on by by her. Huh. Like, that's the way yeah. it comes off. And I'm like, this came out in 2012, dude. That's seven yeah. years ago. Like, that's not that long ago. Like, I'm not saying that jokes like that were ever, you know, considered okay, if you will. But depending on the year, no. you're like, ooh, that came out in the in the 80s. Oh, okay. Well, that came out in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, early 2000s. That was a life, trip. It's like, that yeah, was a trip. Early 2000s. But, like, right. this was in the yeah. 2010s. Like, like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? Like, I was starting my first year of college. Please don't go back there. Um, Don't go back. No, Tristan, come back. (laughs) We can't can't get off the top of the building. Um, Don't go back into that wormhole. (laughs) No. But, yeah, so, look, did something like that immediately sour the whole movie for me? No, but it is stuff that I'm like, guys, like, this shit is shit that I would consider tired in the mid to late 2000s, and you got this shit yeah. going on in the 2012s? Right. Really, dude? Drag down your movie. Yeah. A movie that already had the potential of being shit because it's the third in a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> it already had the potential of not being good. And for some reason it was like, well, we have to, you know, and, and maybe it's also because I'm not really – into Andy Warhol, so, like, for me, I wasn't really, like, impressed that for some reason, like, well, we're going back to the 60s, we have to have Andy Warhol, and if we do, then we have to, you know, bring in people like this, and then do it like this, and then all the, like, I don't know, it did make sense to me, I guess, in general, as a reference, also, which is weird, too, because, like, I get that they have to go to the 60s, because Jay is, um, K, rather, is just that fucking old, you know, like, 100, 110, but... (laughs) But you end up losing people like you and I who were watching Men in Black as kids because that's not our generation to um, – what's the word? Like, like I, I know it's not meant to be a nostalgia thing necessarily, yeah. but it's just one of those things where 
it doesn't do anything well, for us. Yeah, that that part of the joke or humor is lost on us because it wasn't our time. Right, Which, but you know, it's but I don't know if that many people who whose time it was are watching Men in Black three. Right, right, right. Watching Men in Black three and being like, oh, I understood that reference. Yeah, like even your dad, I don't think would understand. No, I say understand as in be like, oh, that's my yeah. time. Because I think he was maybe a teenager at best. No. Yeah, at most, yeah. <laughs> and that's your dad, who talks about giant monster movies all day or day. Not all day, but, like, yep. your your love of giant monster movies like Godzilla goes back to him. So, like, yeah. he was in, you know, movie theaters, drive throughs things like that, watching these giant monster movies when they were coming out and knew some of them. So, I mean, yeah. he saw Star Wars during its first run, I think, right? Yeah. Both of my parents did. Yeah, that matters. But yet, an Andy Warhol reference is lost on them. And it's like, yeah. it's, I'm only bringing it up because like I get that they have to go back there, but it also is just references that are generally lost, so I don't think it's it clicks. It just looks like you just made fun of trans people. Right. So yeah. it's just like, what are you doing? Um, but what I do love, though, again, this is back to the acting and how great it is. Fucking um, Bill Hader sells his I'm a fucking pissed off MIB agent who has to fucking paint tin cans and act like it's <laughs> high performance art. I actually I actually really enjoyed your work. Yeah, all right, thanks. <laughs> well, no, because – so you know Bill Hader. You've seen him at, on SNL. We've seen clips of him with a friend of ours. He did like the the, the uh, who uh, what's their name game. Yeah, right, right. Yes, yes. Um, oh, and then yeah, Will no, Arnett. Yes, he just he killed it in that role. And then Will Arnett was supposed to be Jay's partner from this shattered timeline into right. the Spider Verse oh, of, of uh, Men in Black, really. And um, so into he's the Jayverse. Into the Jayverse. He's supposed to be this um, uh, his partner. And if you don't know, or if you don't remember Tristan Will Arnett, not only on SNL but also really funny as Lego Batman. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, i i don't i don't I don't remember if you've seen uh, the Lego Batman movie, but he was in that. I don't know if he voiced him in uh, the Lego movie. I believe he did. Yeah. But um, but no, yeah. Will Arnett's always a good time. I think he's also BoJack Horseman. Huh. But um, but no, he's he's always great. I love his work. Um, oh, he was also in, um, oh, I think he was in either Arrested Development or Parks and Rec. Either way, really fun actor. So seeing him in that brief role, it was kind of like seeing, um, the actor who played Joe from Family Guy in the second movie. It was just a fun little thing right. for me to be like, hey! And then it's just like, yeah. but it's so sad because he gets neuralized in this movie, Will Arnett's character is going to be erased from time if everything goes right. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, also, again, just cry the, over Ted, but then yeah. what about these these agents that will be lost forever? <laughs> also, just their interaction. Just who are you? I know, right? A completely different person. Yeah. Oh my God! Smacks him on the ass. What the fuck? I'm going to have to ask you to back up another five feet before I flick you in the throat. 
All right, I get it. I'll get some coffee. Um, also, uh, I found it interesting. And again, it's this is why it's weird because I don't know what do you call this movie. Like, is it a kids movie? And nothing again wrong with that. Is it like not a kids movie? Because like the fact that, and again, I find this actually kind of funny. Oh, temporal disturbances uh, make you want to drink chocolate milk. Right. I, I don't have a problem with that joke. I actually think it's kind of funny. Um, like, it's not like uproarious laughter, but it's like, huh, that's so weird. I like it. Yeah, but, no, it's that, oh, I, I loved it. It was that you either have a very rare species of alien tick that you will die horribly from, or, and then she just smacks him across the head, and he's like, ow, what the hell was that for? She's like, damn it, it's not the tick. He's like, damn, it's not the tick? Oh my god! Yeah, that killed it, me. again, Will the the acting in general, specifically Will Smith, the the comedic timing was good. It's just certain lines, oh, yeah. like I've said over and over, are prob are oh, not yeah. problematic, but are just bad. So again, that early right. scene with Boris, bad. Boris mm-hmm. arguing with himself, bad. Stop staring at it. Yeah. And then the and I'm like, what? Um, Arguably, I'd say like each Men in Black has kind of had that problem like they're just lines that don't do it for me but then there's plenty of one-liners that like when i hear them i nearly spit out my drink i'm like that was that was perfect there's something about the first movie though that i think it had almost zero lines like that for me anyway like zero lines that i'm like ooh, this is just like i don't mean like a uh, like, like quote unquote offensive, like I'm referring to with this movie, with you know, uh, with stereotypes and things like that. Like with the first, because I'm sure the first one had some stereotypes. It's been a bit, but I'm sure it did. But no, I'm referring to, like again, just you know, the conjugal, the conjugate, uh, the um, the argument with yourself. Certain things that I'm like, it just doesn't work, right? right? But usually, I'm pretty sure two had that more than one did, if one had any. Yeah, like two no, is two where is I was. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, the kid killed it. Mommy, the strange man is drinking my chocolate milk, and he didn't oh, even no. say please. He didn't say please. <laughs> um. So yeah, it. Something that I want to mention, and I want to throw it to you first because I've been talking for a very long time. Uh, what did you think about J and K's relationship throughout the film? Oh yeah, because we kind of had a little back and forth about that earlier before the show. Yeah, um, yeah, it's odd for them to be, no pun intended, but at odds like this, and it's ten years later. You think that kind of argumentative behavior and being out of sync with each other would get one of them killed on the job? At least that's what or, I thought. Or They'd be better. Like, I'm not saying that people can't have bad days. You and I have bad days. I think we're really in sync. But you and I have, you know, issues sometimes. But none of them are, like, this bad. And I know it's a movie, so there has to be some conflict. But it just felt like it was such a weird – like, you would think that – I said this to you before the show. They'd either die or they'd stop working together. Right, yeah. And I think that's the idea – it really hits it home when Jay says to Kay after he storms out of the, the restaurant, uh, you know, he says, Oh, there's some things in the universe, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to know, or not every, no one's supposed to find out. 
And he goes, yeah, that's not what you told me when you recruited me. And it's like, yeah. ooh. Like, that's it's true, though, yeah. Right, though. Like, he's your partner. Why are you being so uptight about it and being like, oh, you know, this is above your pay grade and, like, like denouncing him a lot about a lot of it. It's like, dude, how long it, have we been working together? Like, what the and fuck? And that's the Where weird thing. From? Like, it makes sense. I mean, I mean, you could argue it now makes end? sense with the end. It guess it, you you could yeah. guess it makes sense, yeah, because he's like trying to strong arm him. Like it's the you know like when it's someone's birthday and you're just like, oh shit, it was your birthday. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Like I thought, and and then they're like, oh, like really you didn't it. remember? You know, trying to protect him. No, Tristan, Tristan, really you didn't remember it was my birthday? I mean, like I usually care about someone more. And then at the end of the day, you just surprise them, and like their entire family is there, and there's like two grandpas where they're like, "I thought they died," and it was like, "I cryogenically froze them because it was your birthday." Like, oh my god, you know, you well, no, like you you play it up, like it's just like, I mean, are we even still dating? Like, and all of a sudden, it's just like you fucking have a parade, you fucking rent it out like Fifth Avenue, the entire fucking avenue. There's planes flying above that are like. You know, happy birthday, we love you. And, and it's just like, oh, my God, you, I can't believe you did this. So, like, yeah, it's one of those situations, I think. But when watching like when the Jay film, went to the just... future. Or when he went to the past. Um, or, yeah. Oh, no, when uh, Boris had messed with the timeline and Kay was gone, he walks into work the next morning. All right, everybody, that was a great performance, very convincing. <laughs> but I'm starting to get a little pissed off now. <laughs> Agent J, would you kindly lower your voice? And who the hell are you? T- you know, who the hell are you inquiring about? Oh, not you too. That was so funny. Um, uh, but yeah, so yeah. But getting back to the, you could argue that it's that that it's just him playing it up. But again, it just comes off as, you know, it, it's something that again I keep on probably sound like a broken record. But if this came out in two thousand five then yes, he would only would have been working with him for a few extra years. Yes, it seems like it's yeah. a long time, but also there was a gap when he was neuralized. So right. uh, not, too, yeah. not that long, you know, a few more years huh. perhaps. But when you – and you could even try to play it up like it hasn't been that much longer, maybe only a year or two, right? Um, yeah. Even though it's in our world it had been a few extra years. You could still try to play it off, right. but like – they said, yeah, it's been 12 years since, yada, yada. And it's just like, yeah, because it's been 10 years. So they can't just be like, yeah. no, Will Smith is still in his 20s and uh, Tommy Lee Jones right. is still however old he was with the first you know, first two movies. No, clearly time right. has gone by. They have to acknowledge it. But because of that, you think that these characters have potentially grown in some way. And, yeah, people don't usually change that dramatically. To be fair, like things will change in their lives, and they might change to adapt to those things. But to be fair, you know, some things people might retain certain things. Yeah. But like, you would still some think that they would always stay the same. Some what was that? Some things will always stay the same. The more they change, yeah, the more they stay the same. But like that angry yelling and scowling you give me. Oh, I love seeing that every day when I go to oh work. My God. He smiles like this. Uh, that was in the trailer, oh, and that God, actually yeah. made me laugh. Oh, you know, you know, he, he smiles like this, yeah. and then just does a serious face. I love how, well, oh, is even like, yeah, yeah. How do you you're know not that? wrong? 
How do you have <laughs> But oh, um, but yeah, so <laughs> it it's just odd that they are so at odds. And I know you didn't mean that as a pun, but I still find it hilarious. It is odd that they are like I'm this after – no problem. After 10 years, <laughs> something's got to give, and it just – and it's just odd that nothing seemingly has changed. So, yeah. I, and also, and I mean, I guess you could say it was also it being, you know, like Boris coming back and Kay realizing, oh, you know, this is a, uh, this is gonna be some deep shit. I really don't want you getting messed up in it because, like, obviously he doesn't want Jay to get hurt or anything by you know the demons of his past, but like. You know, and I get that. You want to protect him, too. Really, that's what it is. Jay, like, Kay just wants to protect Jay. But at that point, like, you're, you're equals, you're partners. Like, you should be like, all right, I'm going to level with you. You know, this is some exactly. deep shit and, and scary shit, but I know can you can I also, handle it. Yeah, and I'd also like to just mention something that really throws me off. So even with the twist at the end of the film, which... If you guys don't know, this is going to be a spoiler-filled podcast, so don't think that it's not going to be. Yeah. But even with the spoiler at the end of the film, why does that make me believe? Like, there's something that I don't believe was a closed loop. Why does the ending of the movie lead me to believe that Jay is going to be the silent, brooding type that he is today? No, what oh, happened... Okay. Sorry, I meant yeah. K, yes. What happened at the end of that movie? Because nothing about it made me think, oh, this is what changed K. Like, he just met that dude, the Army General. Yeah. It's sad, but You're right. what, what made him that way? I feel like even though this was supposed to be his backstory, it just ended up being a fun romp between a young K... And Jay. Right. Which was cool, but, yeah, because it, it felt like it was supposed to be something in his, like, in his life that went horribly wrong. And, like, yes, you know, it is terrible that, you know, Jay's Orphan. father is the one that died to complete that mission, and he had to erase it from Jay's memory. But like, Yes, but he doesn't know that at the time. Right. He knows it yeah. now in hindsight. Right, I yeah. Also, can I can I add? That's why I fucking hate time travel, Matt. I thought you loved yeah, time, travel. time travel. I fucking yeah. do. I was I, I fucking was just about to say it too. <laughs> I no, but I fucking love time yeah. travel. But the problem is, right. is that every movie has a different interpretation of time travel, so you can never go into it with another movie's rules. So they have to just set up yeah. these boundaries themselves, or they just don't. And you're like, cool. Right. Okay. Because in this case, I'm supposed to believe. Granted, to be fair, that little shit, the one who, um, the one who had all the time travel technology, was like, "Wait a minute, you do remember?" Yeah. Oh fuck, that means you were there. What? Right. Don't yeah. worry about it. Just tell me when you get back. Like in a way, that made sense to try to close a loop. In a sense. Right. But that was kind of interesting. But yeah, at the yeah. same time, it's still. There's plenty of problems still with the time travel. Well, the and, reason you know, the pro- and that's kind of just one of the snags of doing time travel. 
Yeah, well, for me, the problem with doing time travel is usually, uh, and I know you kind of have to follow things in a linear fashion because we're following it through a character's eyes, but when you follow things through a certain linear fashion, just the fact that Boris was even able to destroy like or kill uh, K to do that timeline shift meant that there should have never been a way to reverse it. Yeah. Oh, that was the one the thing that bothered me. I guess maybe Griffin just lied to him because he said, "Oh, when K, you know, blows off his arm, that'll be your cue. Like everything's fine. You'll be fine. You can go back then." I guess he was just trying to spare him from learning what the truth was. Because at that, I'm like, but Jay threw the other one off, the future one off the tower, and then Kay vaporized the other one. I'm like, so, wait, did they change history now? Did they did they make another timeline? Like, what what's going on? Well, no, it's, remember, it's not about another timeline. To be to to look at it from Griffin's yeah. point of view, every timeline is a difference. Like everything. Yes, every little thing. So, like, literally, if a gnat farted in that vicinity, the Earth could have cracked in half right. or fucking something. Like, it's it's literally every single thing had a had a possibility. And it's kind of funny yeah. because it's it's technically oh, no. something that's based unless, in. Unless this is the one that Kay didn't leave a tip. <laughs> See, I like that for a certain reason. So. Well, I like it because it's the joke of, you know, every the end of every single movie has some big, dumb, catastrophic right. thing happen, and I love it. Yeah. But the reason why I liked his ability in general yeah. is because it's it's obviously this multiverse theory that everybody talks about, but it was c- clearly he was done for complete comedic effect. So him I wasn't supposed to take oh, seriously yeah. at all because obviously no – you know, if somebody sneezes, it doesn't mean that World War Three is going to start in 50 years. Like, I know that it's the right. butterfly effect, but it's not that bad. Like, yeah, you go right. back to prehistoric times and you step on, um, you know, you step on a, um, on a, on a butterfly. Fuck you! You just probably killed your grandma, you dick. But you know, cause, like, well, cause that's a that's a huge amount of time. That I get. Yeah. But it's so silly that it's like, wait, if you know. If um, you know, Jay didn't pay the tip, that means that an asteroid is going to hit the Earth. Right. Little stuff like oh, that okay. is just hilarious. Or when it was like, oh, if you know, uh, talking about the Mets game, if so, if the catcher's mom and dad didn't drink wine that night, he would have been, I think, like Tracy, who was a typer typist. Yeah. And I was like, what? Right. Like yeah. little stuff like that is just meant to be funny because it's like. These these little tiny things are supposed to actually be these huge butterfly effects when really they're not unless you go back prehistoric. That makes sense to me because it's like, no, like you literally are destroying an ecosystem that could d- unravel the fabric of what reality is in the future because you're going that far back. But like yeah. sneezing doesn't, you know, uh, sneezing isn't going to blow up the earth in any, right. you know, yeah, the way Griffin describes it. Um, what was I going to, I was going to say, oh, talking about J and K though. Yeah. We talked about them initially, like their relationship, but how do you feel about their newfound relationship? Yeah. Cause like, I always got the sense <laughs> that, you know, K is like a mentor. Yeah. You know, like a J. Like I always had that sense. figure. Yeah. Kind of like 
I mean, sort of like what Anakin and Obi-Wan had, you know, in Revenge of the Sith. They were brothers. They were, you know, they were both knights together. They both trained together. Like, yes, Obi-Wan was Anakin's, you know, mentor and master, but it's still that idea he's, you know, his mentor. Um, And then when the events of the end of the movie play out, it kind of feels like, yeah, so, like, was Kay secretly there to help raise little Jay and make sure that he was okay? And then I mean, he waited he for the make... day that he could finally recruit him? And So I got to be I real. Mean, obviously, he didn't do that, but... Well, here's the thing, though. To be fair, he kind of did? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, like, in the sense that he still let him live his own life. But no, but you like, see, that's the thing. Keeping an eye on him, like he was, like with his old wife, like through the you know, satellite pictures. But that's the thing. Which, probably, like, yeah. well, no. But here's the thing. I here's the thing, right? So I, hmm, how do I explain this? I don't. I never, hmm. I never got the father figure vibe from their duo until now, and it's like, okay. I got a little bit of it, but not too much, because really, I'm pretty sure, other than maybe once, maybe, uh, Jay never mentioned his dad, and that's what's so weird about it, too. Like, it's, like I understand you want to bring up Kay's backstory, but it feels like it took three movies to bring up Jay's. Like, it's weird when you, because when you look at it as a TV yeah. show, when you look at it from that perspective, it makes a bit more narrative sense to kind of have things come up as the years go by, the seasons go by. But when it comes to movies... I don't know. For some reason, it all it never works, and it always feels like filler. Yeah. Very rarely does it work when you take a future installment of a of a franchise or a movie, and you add new right. canon, and you're like, yeah. this is the canon now. Very rarely. I think one that it worked, honestly, speaking of Star Wars, Rogue One, even though it's technically a spinoff, that worked very well in adding, quote-unquote, new canon to right. you know around episode 4 and having it work but again very rare right especially when you're trying to go into yeah. people's backstories it doesn't right. it can work exactly. in novelizations i believe but it's hard yeah, to you have more time yeah. in a novel to flesh something out or explain it more in depth and yeah. thoroughly instead and, of x amount yeah. of minutes on screen in a movie yeah yes and again it's not usually considered like an installment it's considered like, you know, again, lore and all that stuff, mythos. Right. But in this case, because it'll it's be the a third movie. <laughs> what was that? Like it'll be a chapter in the overall novel. Yes. Well, no, I mean it more like if it's a novelization of like the early days of Princess Leia or something. It, The whole novel is about the early days of Princess Leia, but what I'm trying to get at is, is that it's not, it's not necessarily like another Star Wars movie that's just like, what if – we continued the story of Princess Leia, but also told her backstory at the same time. Yeah. Like, it's an ambitious attempt. It's just one of those things where it, you know, it introduces something that, again, at least to you, you didn't pick up on in the first two movies. I saw a little bit yeah. of it, but not enough to be like, yeah, he's definitely his Batman dad who watched him from the sidelines for like, right. you know. Yeah. yeah, he's the Batman to his Robin. Like, no, I never saw that. Right. Like, I was, like, obviously Jay cares about Kay, but it's because they, they're partners. Yeah. So, 
but here's the thing though. I don't think he ever like, you know, talked to him after that. Like I feel as if he again, he stood on the sidelines and then that's but here's the thing too, it's interesting. Even though I still feel like it it's it's odd that they, you know, introduced it this way, it sort of does make sense why he would look at some random at the time he, he was he wasn't a kid because he was a, a cop, but like to him compared to the age gap, he was a kid. He looked at some kid from you know from New York and was like, "Yep, that guy, really, gay over all of these fine recruits." Yep, no, it's him. Yeah, that kind of does make sense. I know it's supposed to be like, well, you know, he believes in him and stuff, but like, that's a lot of faith to put in some random person. Yes, he said to Zed. Well, I mean, he did chase down that uh, that, that alien, but like, right. it also makes sense that it's like, no, I, I know him. He's he's I I know him from uh, from a long time ago. Zed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, oh. I guess cause I felt like that's like in the time frame when that came. Well, that being the first movie, I thought it was more playing off the fact that like, yeah, he's more instead of doing everything by the book he'll actually look outside the box and like that was what was unique about him and that's why Kay wanted him but that's why he knows that because like he could have just been a fool that's fair (laughs) no 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 I agree with you within the context of that movie that all makes sense but adding on this extra wrinkle I think doesn't necessarily negate the film like it doesn't mean like like it's okay. not as if it's yeah like it adds another wrinkle into it like oh so that's why he trusts him a little bit more because if Jay yeah. do, even though it's weird because it, uh, Griffin said like oh Jay's not going to remember any of this but that has to be a load of bullshit I mean he remembers it now question yeah mark? well because because well, cause he dropped the he dropped his father's pocket watch and it was just like well. Right. All right. I guess Obviously, we've come full circle, kid. Yeah. Right. So there's definitely yeah. some things I know that you don't know now. I highly doubt that. Oh, come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. So unless maybe Griffin was right and Kay forgot, but Jay is like, well, here's the thing, though. You, you remember that kid that you saved? Boom. And it's like, all right. You got me, fuck. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think Kay forgot. Okay. Um, either because again, I don't. I, think, I honest to God, don't know. Because again, that was supposed yeah, to be the original. Yeah. 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 They should. Oh, by the way, do you know who? Um, I want to say his name is Mike Coulter. Let me make sure I'm right. Do you know who Mike Coulter is? Uh, the name is ringing a bell, but I don't know why. So he was the um, he was the guy that played uh, Jay's dad, who uh, you don't know initially, of course, that it's his dad. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah. So Mike Coulter, as far as I am concerned, ate a whole other human being, and gained all of his muscle mass, his eventual muscle mass, from that human being. Now he says he went to the gym. I believe that is a full-on lie. I don't know this man, but he had to have eaten another <laughs> human being. You saw how lean he was, correct? Yeah. He played Luke Cage. Oh. That is not the same man. He ate another human being and stole their powers. Ah, you... You might be right. (laughs) 
I love it's gonna be real right now. You might be right. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. I saw his I saw his face and I heard his voice and I'm like, that can't be, because like I saw he was tall, sure, but like right. he was lean. Yeah. He was in shape. Yeah, like he definitely has muscle to him still too, but like not Luke Cage level muscle. <laughs> I, but I, I yeah, crap. and so yeah, no, he says, he, oh, I, I trained know, a lot. Uniform, but like, damn. No, no, no. He says I kept in shape, but I never actually like worked out, you know, heavy because I wanted to be sure that um, I could be in a multitude of roles. But once I got cast right, as Luke right. Cage, I was like, oh damn, I really gotta. Okay. You know, I really got to. <laughs> yeah, I really have to hit the gym. Right. But I just, I, I just up. don't believe him. I'm sorry, I, mean, I don't I believe him. I know people can bulk up, but like. Well, he Man. claims he didn't have any trainers. He just trained really hard. He looked a lot of looked at a lot of info online and really tried to work. Like he apparently was vacationing in Paris, and he was like, "I gotta hit the gym, though. Even though we're vacationing, the second I got cast, oh. I know it's gonna be a lot of work to be located, so I have to hit the gym." So he claims he was at the gym. Like he would be on set till ten, and instead of either going yeah. home to sleep or going home to learn his lines, he would go to the gym after that. And like, I'm not saying that he didn't have that hard work and dedication, I'm sure that some of it was there, but I also think he ate a full human being. So Mike Coulter is an alien, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that through... No, he's definitely not an alien. I think that through sheer uh, willpower, you can eat another human being. Oh, okay then. <laughs> I feel no, like but seriously, saying he's an alien would be better in that case. But okay. No, no, no. All no, no. But anyway, so he. And by the way, I would like to know he's currently forty-three. So at the time of this movie, he was in his mid-thirties, and he looked like right. that. Like I, honest to God, thought that he was in his twenties seeing him like yeah, that. Yeah, shit, I did too. So yeah, um, dear God. He and and again too, just the way that he slid into this role, like. I, w- I was sitting there, and I'm like, yeah, like, he's clearly military, but he didn't seem like Luke Cage. Again, I just see his face and his voice, and I'm like, I think that's Mike Coulter. Because you've right. seen a little bit of Luke Cage, or you saw Jessica Jones, and he appeared in yes. Jessica Jones? Okay. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah, I've seen pretty much all the Marvel shows that were on Netflix. So, yeah, I, I saw – I loved Luke Cage. Season two definitely as well. Not as much as season one, but I really enjoyed it. And, yeah, they all got canceled. Anyway, so um, – yeah, so I see him, and I'm like, That's, that, that has to be him, but it, but it can't be. It's funny. It felt like this movie came out in the 60s. I'm like, well, it must have been like a 20-year gap. And it's right. he No, because Luke Cage came out, what, like four years later? Let me see. Uh, Luke Cage came out. Oh, actually, no. Uh, yeah, four years later, 2016. What? Damn. What happened? Oh. What? He was 39 years old as Luke Cage, and he looked like he could murder me in his sleep. What? (laughs) No, the the dude is jacked. I mean, I don't know about now, but, like, as Luke Cage, like, he was – he looked the part. Like, he was Luke Cage. Right. And he played him well, too. Like, anyway, side note. Sorry. Just the career of Mike (laughs) Colton. Um, Oh, Josh Brolin was a good K, in my opinion. Right, yeah, he plays young K. Yes. Who is also yeah, Thanos? Thanos and Cable. Could you imagine uh, just 
those two characters looking at each other, and it's like we're played by the same person. Basically, well, that was a coin. That's that's two sides of the same coin, or no, two sides of a different coin. <laughs> All I'm, Tristan, one, Tristan, it's one okay. One is an alien trying to destroy the universe. The other is a human trying to save the universe for humans and aliens. <laughs> oh, you're talking about okay. I thought you were talking about Cable, because I feel like Cable would just walk up to Thanos, shoot him in the back of the head, and be like. What was the trouble? Oh, yeah, we're done. What was here. all the fuss about? Just save the future. Thank me later, dicks. Walks away. <laughs> or, or just looking at Kay. You're too soft. Shoots the alien. All right, come on, man. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, I did find it interesting where it's like, are you going to arrest me? Not this time. Shoots him. I was like, oh, well, well, fuck. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so... So many aliens left. So many. Yeah, so little time. Like, I know... I know we've done that multiple times throughout the movies, but, like, I felt like this one in particular, especially with the fight scene in the restaurant, like, it's just aliens left one after the other. Something about aliens that I loved to death. To (laughs) death. I I I I talked about some stuff that I didn't like, but now I gotta talk about some stuff that I liked. When we looked at the alien designs in MIB headquarters from present day 2012 to the 1960s, how fucking cool was it that they changed the alien's design? Like in in the present day, they were all like mostly CG, very little practical. When you see all the aliens in the 60s, they look like B-movie aliens that you'd see on like (laughs) – Twilight Zone. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah, now that you say it, I feel like, yeah, I, yeah. I noticed that. Yes, like the faces, like the like you could tell that they were like helmets. Uh, like, no, not helmets, but they right. were like masks. And then you had or someone like, yeah, literally like with a fishbowl. Right. It was just, I yeah, don't know, dude. Like very it was sci-fi-esque of, the, of that time. Yeah, no, and apparently they did that on on purpose, and I was like, okay, that's such like good attention to detail. If the movie was just right. that, and none of that other shit that I didn't like, I'd be like, oh, this might be uh, the second best MIB movie. Yeah, right. Because again, it has time travel too, and like even with some of the issues with time travel, again, I like mm. me some time travel. Um, and getting yeah. back to some of that, again, I I do feel weird that like. It's so linear because again, it's like if if um, Boris killed Kay, then there is no way to go back. He's already done it. You can't undo it. Yeah. You're done. Right. You're sorry. We're all fucked. Yeah. No, but I can undo it. Well, okay. Then what did I? Why did time travel? <laughs> what did time travel exist then? Yeah. Well, don't worry. Even though Boris is going back to this day, if we go back to the day before him, then we can stop him. Because like, if they were like, oh, he's trying to do this, we have to stop him before he does it. Okay, right. that makes sense, I think. But to say, no, he already did it, it's like, but then it's been done. It's been done, yeah, right. And again, I get it. Thematically, it would be – it's more dramatic to have the scenes without Kay in them. It's, I get right. it. But like, fuck, uh, yeah, man. Um, 
oh, I love how they dressed up New York to look like it was the 60s. I think they did actually a really good job with the car models, with the general setting. Like, they must have um, – they really must have, like, rented out a bunch of streets and just replaced all the cars and, like, had – you know, um, extras driving up and down the streets and stuff like that, because I'm not a big car buff, but a lot of them looked older. Right. Yeah. And that, that takes a lot of work. I'm pretty sure, uh, I believe it said that they rented out Coney Island for like two days or something. Damn. Well, cause you, you kind of had to. Oh yeah, definitely. But like, that's, (laughs) that's a lot to do in and of itself. Yeah, no. So like it just again it sucks because there's such an attention to detail in certain ways that I'm like, damn, like good job, guys. And it's funny, this is yeah. actually the the highest grossing MIB movie. And it kind of makes sense huh. because with that, well, because of the large gap getting not only Jay and K together again, you know, Will Smith and uh, and oh, um, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones, but then also bringing in Josh Brolin, and he's you know an accomplished actor. I know that you and I don't know him out of his you know uh, superhero roles, but he is an accomplished actor before you know getting into those roles as well. So yeah, right. having him be in this movie, I think, also brought some people into it. And again, his impression of Tommy Lee Jones is actually really good. Right. Like it does yeah. feel like it's J and K traveling together. Yeah, it definitely did. He definitely got the impression down, like spot on. It's yeah, no, it's so interesting. So like, I you know I enjoyed, uh, I understand why, um, like I enjoyed them together. And I understand why that uh, that people went to see this so much, but like yeah, so many people went to see it. But it's just kind of funny because they were trying to make a sequel after it, and it was like, you fools, this was supposed to be the finale to it. Right. Yeah. Even though apparently Tom Lee Jones and Will Smith were like, you know, we would be open, but I assume that, you know, the schedules were never open, but they were like, we would be open to doing a fourth one. And it's like, guys, we, this was supposed to be the last Men in Black movie. At least to me anyway, right. I think of it as a way to wrap it up as a trilogy. And then, yeah. And then even though this movie did so well, they never got the chance to do one. And right. then they put out International – and there's mixed reviews on that. I haven't seen it myself. Yeah. Sadly, apparently, no Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones. So it's kind of like, all uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just odd. It's just odd that this movie did so well. Not that it shouldn't have necessarily. Well, it's funny again. Some of the script stuff, I'm like, oh, it should not have done well. But other stuff, I get. Like I get why you know it 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 did as well as it did. But um. But yeah, it's it's interesting, very interesting. Yeah, this is a very interesting film. I think I don't know because again, I don't know what to. It's it, it's it's just so there's so many weird yeah, twists and turns. Not even plot wise, just how to exactly like it wasn't bad, but it it wasn't the. I mean, obviously, I don't think you could call it the best MIB movie. I'd still no. say the first one probably holds that title. Exactly. It's, it's in sh- that weird just, middle ground where I had fun, but like I don't, hmm, I don't, I don't know how to put it exactly. You know, like I had fun with the, the movie. But. It's, it's just too much in it that like, and it's not even about time travel. There's just too much in it that they didn't either explain or that you know was again outdated stereotype bullshit. But yeah. then you have someone like. 
Griffin, and it's like, God, you're so fun. Yeah, you're the Griffin best character really in the fucking. Character. Yeah, best fucking character in the movie, I would argue. Right. Like you know, new character. Yeah. Even though Agent O, both versions of Agent O were really cool. Um, also, oh yeah, she was great so, too. Fun fact of her, uh, uh, the younger version of her, played by Alice Eve, who I saw her on Conan. Uh, I think it was a few years before she was in MIB3. And it's so funny because she, that's her real accent. But yeah. she, because so, like, that's her real British accent. But when she moved right. to, I think her family lived in L.A. at one point. So right. she talked about the fact that, you know, peer pressure caused her to, like, try to change her accents and not be different. And so uh-huh. she's doing her, Brit- her – so she's – but no, but it's the thing. She's doing her British accent. She's like, um, you know, so I just w- didn't want to stand out. And Conan was like, oh, so then can you, like, do it? And she's like, so, like, peer pressure, man. And, like, she just sounded like she was a native, and people were like, what the fuck? Like, I have to send you the clip, Tristan. It was hilarious because right. she just – you know, did a great job at nailing the California, like the Valley Girl accent because that's where she lived. Oh at the time. yeah, yeah. So right. she like just kind of like got it down, you know. And it was just, <laughs> and so it was, but it was perfect because again, she can jump between both. So in this movie, she was actually doing her her native tongue, but in other movies, she's done American accents and kind of just really slipped into it. Like very hard to tell that she's not right. American. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it's just kind of funny in that way. Where I see her, and I'm like, hey, because it's funny. I've seen her in Conan. I, I think I've seen her elsewhere, but I don't really see her in a lot of movies. So I see her here, and I'm like, oh shit, that's funny. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So either way, she was nice. It's just another weird thing too, though, with the film is that it seems like they're leading up to like a romance with them, where it's like, you know, maybe it could work. Yeah, and then I'm told, and I'm not told this verbally, but I feel like I'm kind of, uh, what's the word? I'm kind of nudged, like, hey, actually, fuck you. Why did you even care about that subplot, you piece of shit? Basically, yeah. It never went anywhere. Like, why would you not even have... I understand that this movie went a little bit longer than I thought it would for a sequel, but, like... You gotta give me. Something. I mean, it's funny because it's only an hour forty-five. Like I True. looked at that when you said like like I mean I'm used to like I don't know two hours these days. Like I saw it, I'm like wow, hour forty-five. That's short, and this is like the third. Like this is the third one in the series. Mm. Damn. Nah, dude. <laughs> usually, usually movies nowadays are an hour twenty. The only ones that are that long are either like are are right. movies right. or superheroes. Yeah. Which is usually all I've seen in theaters, so yeah, I'm a bit skewed myself. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, what happened is I think I think like after a while they just realized they, in this case, being you know I think Feige and Marvel in general are just like, wait a minute, hold on. So they don't want an hour twenty long movie. No, they actually want as much depth as we can give them. They like the heroes. So you're telling right. us that we could get them in there for two and a if half. We made a longer movie. They would give us more money. Yes. yes. I know so, it's crazy, but so bear with me. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy, though, because it sounds like something that, like, because there, there was a time when a lot of movies, dude, and I feel like it's still the norm oh, yeah. to a certain extent, are an hour 20. Like, there was, like, before before that, though, they, like, movies were whatever the fuck they wanted to be, you know, two hours, two and a half hours. Yeah. 
At most two and a half. Right. But like still, you know, maybe hour forty. But no, there's like a there were a chunk of movies that I saw at one point over the last like ten years that have been exclusively hour and twenty. Because God forbid, right. we can't go over an hour and twenty. Otherwise, we're going to lose the audience. And it's just like, yeah, really, are, really. Are you sure? <laughs> All right. So no, I'm saying that. You know, I I don't know. I feel like you could have just at least done something with the two of them. Like, oh, you changed the timeline a little bit. Now they're together or something. Like, I don't know. Like, it felt like – it felt weird. It felt like – what? I mean, Kay has a wife in the first movie, though. Like, he left or that never – I forget now. Like, it didn't work out because he became an agent. But, like – Yes, it didn't work out. Well, no. Well, but here's what happened. Remember, I don't remember about the first movie. The second yeah. movie, he... Oh, right. I'm thinking of the second one. Yes. He, quote-unquote, woke up from a coma. Mm. And so, and maybe, so maybe, I don't know, maybe what happened is, is that, like, you know, his wife... I don't know what happened with his wife in the first one. But he woke up from a coma, and they're together... And then just to try to get them back together and have this conflict and everything, it's like, come on, Kay, that's why your wife left you. Punch in the face. Right, yeah. It's not the first time he's punched him in the face. Technically, in <laughs> canon, it's the second. It's the second time he's punched him in the face. <laughs> oh. But, um, but yeah, yeah so, oh, God, he just wails at him. He's like, mm-hmm. that's for lying to me. And then, boom, that's for telling <laughs> me the truth. I'm like, I, that's like, a good I get line. it, Kay, but like, damn. That's, it's a good line, though. <laughs> like, that's for oh, telling yeah, me the oh, truth. Because it's kind of uh, like. Yeah, because, I mean, who wants to who wants to hear that? If you do the thing that you have to do to save humanity, you're going to die. Well, thanks for telling me that. That it really helps my well, resolve not that to do the thing MIB I have to protocol. Do. But I, it's MIB oh, protocol, right. probably. Yeah. It's like you lied oh, yeah. to me, no. and you shouldn't be lying to me. So, boom, I punch you. Also, you broke the rules, kid. Boom, I punch you. Oh yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly why you did it. <laughs> <laughs> you broke protocol again. How many times do I have to tell you? You haven't told me anything yet. Yeah, but I know I'm gonna have to in the future. So that's for. Admi- <laughs> I've known Zed for over twenty years. Never invited me to his house. Never talked to me about anything outside the workplace. He never shared one personal detail to me ever. About his wife. Thank you. Thank <laughs> like you. what? What? Please, and I love. Please tell me you do better at mine. <laughs> oh my god! When I if I die first, please do not please do tell that. Me give me a better one. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> But um, that was beautiful. Yeah, and you know what's interesting too? I, I maybe it's just me. Another reason why I feel like it was a huge twist with um, with Will Smith's I say Will Smith with Jay's dad being there and dying and yada yada. Was it just me, or when Griffin is like, when uh, you know, with with life comes death, and then you end up having him say like, I don't like seeing this part. Did it make you think? Is is Jay gonna die? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was gonna be Jay, like he would have to sacrifice himself to save Kay or something now, like that. Now here's the thing. <laughs> Too sad, but but narratively that would fit so much better. 
I don't like it. Yeah, I think it would leave too much of a bad taste in everybody's mouth for the comedic level that Men in Black is known for. Oh, don't get me wrong. It would. <laughs> don't get me wrong. It would. But, but yeah, narratively, no, I agree though? With you. Narr- narratively, yeah. It would totally work better because Jay would know that he's like, look, the universe needs – like." Not to be like that, like, not that Jay isn't important as a person either, but, like, him being like, okay, you've done a lot of shit that the universe needs you for. Like, you need to be around. And it's a full cycle. Like, Kay, why are you such an angry fucking shit all the time? Well, you'll probably learn at the end of your life, kid. No, like, yeah. you know, because like, if he knows my, the person that he's working younger with. younger than me had to sacrifice yes. himself for me and my dumbass. In the past, yeah, and I and I know this, and I've known this for years, and I can never change it. That's gonna weigh heavy on you. Yeah, that would be an event that I feel like would turn Kay into the man that he is now. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So like, Oof. I don't know. I wonder if that was like in the script, and they were like, no, 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 and they just rewrote it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. know. Again, that's never been talked about, so we're purely speculating here. It's just yeah. nothing in the movie, A, makes me think, well, that's what made Kay into the man he is today. And two, uh, what's going on with that romance between the two of them? Between yeah, Kay you're and right. We never, we never really got that gut punch to, like, Ever. this is what happened in Kay's past to make him the crotchety old man he is now. And maybe someone will say, no, but... He watched that man die in front of him, and then he, you know, now has the kid as an orphan. Are you telling me that didn't happen to him before that moment? What fucking cushy-ass desk job did Jay have at MIB that nobody got orphaned yeah. up until that one moment? Really? Yeah, I feel like, like that's a daily alien ambassador that Kay really liked that got murdered in front of his face. I felt like that was more of a gut punch to his own personal life. And that was years later. Right. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not, so, yeah, you know, I'm I, not saying that's not a traumatic event. Like, yes, he still watched the man die in front of him, and he was a good man. But like, he, Jay's father but he, was but he's, a good guy. But he's Please. watched. I'm sure at that point he's watched plenty of good people die plenty in front of, of him. Die. Yeah, right. I don't know. Maybe that's the idea. It's just over time. It's like you know how many people I've seen die, kid. That's like, all he has to say. I know it's a. I know it's a. What's it called? I know it's a sour, somber note, but again, you're trying but, to. Right. You literally have them yeah. asking over and over, "Why are you this salty, old man?" And I have not seen a reason for him to be this salty, other than in past right. movies, which is kind of funny. Do, yeah. Is, all is he would have to do is look over movie. it. Right. <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs> all he would have to do is look him in the eye and be like, "I have watched more people die than you will ever know in your lifetime." Than you've ever and seen people live. Right. Oh. Yeah. And then just walk off screen and be like, oh. I mean, well, fuck. shit. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, exactly. But... Oh, God. You mentioned the worms earlier. I don't. It, it's not a scene that's on the screen right now. I have the movie playing in the background. It's not a scene that's on right now, but just because you mentioned them earlier, the, the worms burrowed into my mind. And out of nowhere, I heard, <laughs> ah, this planet's <laughs> toast. Yeah, oh my god, first <laughs> time that the world's going to blow up. They're like, adios! F- 
fucking it was it, what I love so much though the first movie and this movie yeah you have they said the exact same thing they could have used an archived line to say it they fucking they did probably exactly. did <laughs> I feel like they did even the same CG too the same walking animation oh my god no cause they had the rollies too they were rolling them around yeah. Like, yeah, this right. it's toast. Yeah, We're out of here, man. <laughs> God, yeah. those little shits. Um, yeah. What little shits? Oh, you know what I really enjoyed in the movie? The body horror. You did not. I I feel so bad. You were like, why am I eating? And I was like, I didn't know you were eating. Yeah. Oh, the little, like, creature that goes into yeah. his hand and comes out and shoots needles and shit. Yeah. That was metal like, as Later fuck. on, I was like, oh, that's really cool. But, like, at the beginning, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, that... I'm looking at my sandwich, looking at the screen, looking at my sandwich. Why Why you got to do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> you hear the opening to Parasite? <laughs> like, just freaking just screaming at you. You've seen the opening to Parasite, right? Yes. I, I've seen... <clears throat> scenes from the manga yeah no no but the actual like opening theme for parasite i think yeah I've no I've seen, yeah 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 no because it's, it's basically yeah. parasite yeah basically but um no because my thing is this so i i don't the reason why i loved it so much is because i forgot about it so I was like, yeah, right. this movie, you know, they're going to paper thin plot, yada, yada, has time travel. I like that. And all this stuff. And then all of a sudden that happens and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, my opinion on this movie has changed drastically. Because <laughs> just the thing is, because of how because of how wacky Boris is. For some reason, my mind had this on. Yeah, there's a lot of this that's like a kids' movie, but not like in a bad way. Kids, like not like oh, well, kids' movies are bad because like I love Spy Kids to this day, but right. something about it just felt like it was like trying to like be thin just for kids. A bit like some of the stuff in MIB too. But then again, I see the opening and I'm like, even though the conjugal visit stuff and the guards being, you know, pigs did make me go, oh, this yeah. is so high class adult. Let me swirl some wine. But I did think like, oh, yeah, that, that isn't necessarily for kids. And then the right. fucking the hand thing. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is Babby's first body horror. I think this is no. horrifying. Yeah. Like that would that would freak you out as a kid. If you saw that when you were eight, you'd be freaked the fuck out for like oh, days. Oh, yeah, there were, there were like there were friends of mine from school um, that saw like men in black. And I was like, like, not that my parents necessarily like had a problem with it or would have had a problem with it at the time. I don't think, but like me as a kid, I was looking at it like, I'm not allowed to watch this movie. <laughs> wait, you know? wait, wait, you saw it with friends or. No, like I know friends that saw, they were like, Oh, men in black is coming out. I'm like, you're like ten, like me. That's not, that's not a movie we go see. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. I was that's I was fucking... very good at Oh god. I you know what's funny? I was too, 
So I would have said, I think, <laughs> no, here's the thing, right? I want, because like my first thought was, God, I wanted to punch you. But let me explain. Not a okay. younger version of me wanted to hit you. No, no, no. I would hit you <laughs> and me at my own age right now. Okay, thank you. No problem. No, let me explain. I well, was fine, also a goody two shoes as well. And punch younger you at my age now to get even. No, again, remember, I'm beating myself up, too. I just said it. Oh, okay. I am taking no prisoners. Oh, well, (laughs) shit. Well, now, who am I going to beat up? Come on, man. (laughs) I don't know. Go find Anthony. Go find your own friend to beat up. No. No. Why would I do that? Go find your own friend to beat up. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) Anyway, this took a very weird turn. (laughs) This <laughs> is very odd avenue for this cast to go down, but all right. Moon launch today. Anyway. Um, oh, God. So, but seriously, though, right? Oh, can I also mention how fucking weird it is that I know I know for us, the viewer, we have to be like, oh, shit, the moon launch. Motherfucker, you're telling me J&K didn't know about the fucking moon launch being that day? J yeah, literally no, had the funny. info. Oh, right. yes, the moon yeah. launch. That's when all this happened. They would have. So you fucking right. knew. I mean, I guess arguably you could be like, you know, with all the shit going down, he didn't really think about it too hard. But at the same time, yeah, it's the fucking moon launch. Like, you would have. Although I guess arguably Jay might not remember because the memory scramble, so he might not remember that day too well. You mean K? But K. Well, both of them. Well, no, because. Well, no, 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 because. Jay, no, but what I'm saying is Jay knew all the info going back into the past. Every single in the right, piece of the date this, where he yeah, was. every single date yeah. up until the point Boris killed him. So we knew it was going to be there, right? And he's just yeah, and it's so odd that, that he was like, like, yeah. And then K, like, oh, K's gonna die. That's all I'm concerned with right now. But like, but if I think about it. Oh shit! That's the moon. That's the lunar launch. Like fuck. No, no, no. But he no. He knew the I, exact place. Like he said that the right. exact date and time. Hmm. Because like, he researched all this because he knew when that other guy was gonna die. That other alien. Yeah. Who again? Right. Also right. another minority. Has the turban and right. everything. Um. Uh. It, again, just not a side note. But like, so yeah. So he knew when he was gonna die precisely. He was late because he was stopped by the police. But he right. knew the exact time that he needed to right. to get that guy. Yeah. Very interesting. Again, because like, he knows all that. And you're right, all the stuff going down, you forget. But it's just kind of funny where it's like, right, now that you mention it, I know the exact date and time. And I right. love, But again, let's look at Kay for a second. Tell me the dude working for Men in Black is like, oh, right, yeah, that moon thing. Right, yeah. No, he definitely would have known that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like shit. Well, yeah, because I felt weird for a little bit because I'm like that date. I know that date is important. And like, I had to yes. like reach into my brain and be like, mm-hmm. I know that date is important. Why is that date important? I'm like, oh, dumbass. Yeah, it's the fucking <laughs> moon launch, of course. But again, it's it's fine. I understand that to us viewers, it has to be explained. It's just always weird when the movie has to dumb down the characters to do it. Or yeah, a TV show. Yeah. Right. You know? 
Like, I understand in certain cases, like, you have a show like Naruto or manga like Naruto where, you know, the main character is Naruto and he's really bad at studying. So he has to ask these questions and then someone who's smarter than him is, like, you know, explaining to him what, you know, certain things are. And then we, the viewer, yeah. learn what it is. No, that happens a lot. I'm reading, uh, rereading Naruto and Naruto's like, who wants a chakra? And Sakura's like, wow, you're a fucking dumbass. Chakra is the thing that you fucking use in your body. Right to, to uh, make yes, ninjutsu. Playing for us, the audience. Yeah. Yes, but uh, but to be fair, at least Naruto's bad at studying. In this case, it's kind of like Jay did all the research, and Kay's working for the Men in Black, telling right. me one alien is sitting around, just like, yeah, I'm kind of uh, from around that moon place. All right, the, the moon, <laughs> we're going there. Oh, cool. Hope you live. What? What? Um. What? Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing. It's just you know, it's it was just it's just weird when a movie has to dumb people down to yeah. um you know to make to to explain something to the audience. Um, right. What was it? Uh, something else I wanted to mention as well. Uh, I've forgotten because of our rant. Oh, uh, seriously though, I was also a little goody two shoes as well. But for some reason, a few things would sn- uh, sneak in every now and again. Like Men in Black was one. If you want to consider that something that us kids shouldn't be seeing, even though now that you've seen it, there's nothing about the first Men in Black. I would argue that's not necessarily too not kid friendly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean the roast at the end was kind of scary, and like him taking on the human but skin ten. suit. But like, right? It doesn't really. You don't think about it as much when you're that young. Only when you're older do you realize, oh, that's actually incredibly horrifying. <laughs> Are you sure you were ten? Because if you because it sound because remember First Men in Black came out in '99, you might have been seven. And at seven, I think I hear you. Yeah. No. Yeah. For the first one, yeah. Okay. No, because when someone said that to you, you said you were ten, and I'm like, no, ten was the second one. And at that point, yes, I'm I'm like Tristan, come on. But like at seven, I can understand why you'd have that train of thought. Seven or eight. Assuming it was coming out to like VHS yeah. when we were like eight, grand. Right. Um, either way, uh, oh god, I love I love uh, all of the references to old MIB tech and how it was different at the time. Like you still had some things that they shouldn't have had at the time, where like you have K right. talking to O on a cell phone, and it's like that was not commercially available at the time. That's oh, a great I, little nod. No, no, no. What are you doing? Don't put that to your head. <laughs> That's a big ass phone. No, 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 don't put that, don't put that up the end. But it's it's still oh, so God. funny I though because it wasn't commercially available at the time. Like cell phones like right, that came yeah. out, I believe, in the eighties, the earliest. Okay, so, I need my space gun. <laughs> yeah, give them the normal gun. Give them the revolver. Are you kidding yep. me? You're oh, welcome. Gosh. I didn't say thank you. <laughs> So yeah, I um, but no, but I love that you have K charging the neuralizer. Right. That's Can right. I, oh, for fuck's sake! Come on. Uh, what else? It was he was charging the oh, even just the giant neuralizer too. Where it's oh, like, is that a battery pack belt? <laughs> yes, but no, but when but the giant neuralizer, where it looked to me, it was like, oh god, that's definitely going to end up giving you a lobotomy. <laughs> yeah, and then even afterwards, well, where it's just like, well, why are you the one that they use to like decommission agents? 
But it looked – but no, but in the modern day, it was – no, you could decommission agents with a normal one too. Remember, uh, in the oh, second okay. movie, the second movie, Jay just flashed uh, Warburton, his character, with a normal one. You're going to decommission right. me here in public? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you're why right. you took me out? Yeah. Uh. And then he just decommissions him, and he's like, my friend <laughs> thinks you're really attractive. You know, so like right. it was, yeah, you could do it with anyone back at that point. But at the time, they were like, you know, we have to get you at the station. I'm pretty sure they had a bigger one at at the base, but it wasn't like that. Like apparently, even though it was a joke, it was it was based on a serious thing because they didn't look at him weird when it was like, yeah, I, I deneuralized him a bit too hard. Got to walk into the door, and it was like I put my pants on, and I was like, oh my fucking god, oh my god, yeah, that scene at the elevator, yeah, because like. It, dude, it was too large. Like you could literally give someone a, a frontal lobe lobotomy with that thing. Yeah. And I think the joke was, you know, again, everything was unsafe in the sixties. Yeah. Right. I'm. Am I correct in saying that you legally did not have to have seatbelts in cars until like the seventies? Um. Legally. I know what you're getting at, but I'm not entirely sure about that one. I'm going to go with a yes on that one because there's nothing to challenge me on it. Um, (laughs) No, because like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying the seatbelts didn't exist. I'm talking about legally requiring. No, I know. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure that was the 70s. If you didn't have your seatbelt on. Exactly, exactly. Like, I'm pretty sure they started that in the 70s due to like high congestion, bumper to bumper traffic. And obviously kids just, well, I'm assuming flying around like fucking Superman in the back of a Chevy. Um, right. Wee, wee. <laughs> ah. All right, fine. Oh, we'll put seatbelts in. Fuck. All right, Jimmy, don't tell your mother. <laughs> I like cookies. Good boy. <laughs> Good boy. What's, what's wrong, dear? He likes cookies. You heard him. He likes cookies. You heard him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, go to hell! Why did uh, I get you? Why did I get you so hard? Uh, I don't know. It's man. been a long day. It's been a long day, everybody. Uh, Do we still have an audience? Are people listening to this? I don't even know uh, what's going on anymore. I like cookies. Um, <laughs> so the fight with Boris to me was very anticlimactic. Even though there were two of them, because this movie isn't like a isn't a superhero movie. It isn't a kung fu movie. It isn't a giant monster movie. Like, what can you do with Agent K and J that is that that's looks appealing in a fight with the same alien but younger, forty years younger? Yeah. Like in the second movie, they had Zed do some really weird wire foo, which was like really dumb but also kind of funny. Like it was. Yeah. It, it, yeah, but like in it this movie, it's like. All right. <laughs> but in this movie, what can you honest to God do? It was just odd. I mean, I thought it was cool them having the fight on the scaffolding for the rocket and that there was two of them. I really didn't expect Jay to bring out the time device and be mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to see what he does, and then I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to get him harder this time. I was like, oh, I didn't think you were allowed to do that, but I guess we're just we're just breaking all the rules of time at this point. Yeah. I think they were. I think at that point they were like, 
Do people care? I just think I think they're in this for the ride at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the CG not was mean. not good. Overall, like uh, usually. Well, yeah, let me I, tell I you get what, it. This is okay. Let me tell you where the CG was good. All right. Uh, and actually, one of my favorite shots in the movie actually was when Will Smith's you know character when Jay is is trying to jump off the building while all of the alien ships are around him. Basically, he's not saving them from an eventual doomsday. He's saving them from current fucking doomsday. Right. That was a cool shot to me. And all the ships didn't look out of place, in my opinion. I th- and I thought it was great. But some of this weird shit was when, so when he was off, like when he jumped off, and then you have this fake tension where it's like, oh no, he hit the time travel device out of his hand. Yeah, because fucking Will Smith is going to hit the fucking pavement. And so... Right, yeah. And so, but when, but when they hit it out, they have this weird long arm thing with him. And I think it might yeah. be because it was filmed in 3D, or not filmed in 3D, sorry, it was filmed in 2D, but also meant for 3D eyes as well, like 3D showings. Right. 3D eyes, that's yeah. funny. Who fucking? Oh yeah. What, what is it? Sure Cyberpunk twenty. They did, but like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I have three D eyes. Anyway, um, right. No, but oh, there were three D showings, uh, as well. And I get it, right? I do, but it's just really weird. Like even when Will Smith fell off the side of the scaffolding and then flew back in another area, he they also had like a CGI body. They did some really weird stuff with the shots. Ambitious in some ways, and I appreciate them for it. But in other ways, they just kind of like, when they zoomed out of someone in a certain shot, you could tell that they were in a green screen. Like you could see like the haze around right. their body. Yeah. I think it was like when the two of them were in the elevator going up to the scaffolding as well. Um, some stuff yeah. blends in real nice. Other stuff just doesn't. And, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, hell, even the opening of the movie, like having Boris jumping around like that on the moon, I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Could, you can definitely tell. Yeah. And, and the thing too is like, once I saw that it was on the moon, I was like, you know what? Dope. But just him jumping around, I was yeah. just like, you can uh-huh. just tell that this doesn't work. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know why they they went with that. Like, I, I think it's just something that, cause it's not even like, Oh, well it's because it's, 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 we're in 2019. That's why. No, I saw this a right. few years back and I still thought it was bad. Oh, huh. all right. Well, no, because in general, I just don't think that it, it's not like it, Oh, it hasn't aged well in the last seven years. I just don't think it meshed well together. Like I'm happy that they had this vision, but they, potentially could have done something with somewhat practical effects in a stage with some CG thrown in, don't get me wrong, but instead of making it a full CG thing, I think that yeah. would have worked better. Right. But um yeah, initially when he took um when he took Boris off the scaffolding, I thought he was going to take him to the future. Like initially this is my sacrifice. like the first time they jumped off, I thought that was it. I thought Jay was going to die. Like, I thought he was going to take him with him and be like, Kay can handle yep. one on his own. I'm going to level exactly. the playing field. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. And and again, narratively, I would have preferred that. Even though I don't hate that they're, like, father-son, essentially. I don't just like that. It's just that, in jet, like, that, the death, that death, like we said earlier, would definitely make Kay seem, you know. Right. 
that would make sense yeah. why Kay is the one he is today. Exactly. Would make because more sense. It would make more sense compared to this movie. Like, again, you could say, yeah. well, have you seen the first two movies? That's why Kay is the way he is today. No shit, Sherlock. Right. But yeah. if you're saying it just based on the context of this movie, why are you like this? Also, can I also mention, too, by the way, you know, Jay comes back, sees Kay sitting there. Kay's just sitting there the way he's always sitting there. What changed other than the fact that he's alive? Like, it felt like the burden is on Jay. Like, see, being a crotchety old man, there's nothing wrong with that. You're just wrong for thinking there was something wrong with that. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> well, it's weird. Cause, like, well, no, because it's like... Well, that's the thing, because, like, Jay's like, man, I appreciate the fact that you're alive. And it's like, well, no, that's nice, but also Jay has some – or Kay, rather, has some huge issues. Yeah. Like, that shit ain't – that's not normal. Like, he definitely has right. some emotional <laughs> issues that need to be taken care of. No, it was Jay right. who was wrong. Yeah. Dude, you, you need to talk to – like, talk to a therapist. Talk to somebody. Come on. Like, you don't have to talk to me, <laughs> but talk to someone. God damn. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's yeah, I don't like I love you, you know, man, but like yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that the time travel device, by the way, looks like something out of Power Rangers Time Force and I'll show you what I'm thinking of <laughs> after the show. No, really, it looks like one of their right. um their badges cuz Time Force, they're oh, like yeah, time no, police. Oh yeah, Like now that you say that and I'm I'm thinking of it, you're you're right. You're totally right. I didn't know you seen Time Force. I haven't, but I can totally, I totally get it. From the bits and snippets oh I've seen God. of Power Rangers and the mm-hmm. scenes that you've shown me, I believe you. Like, yeah, that's that's, that's funny. They got they they got that time device out of Power Rangers. <laughs> it looks like it. Nothing wrong with it because I I like you know I like me no, some Power no. Rangers, but it it looks yeah. like it is. Right. Yeah. Um, there's something else. Oh, you mentioned much earlier, as we're starting to wrap this up, you mentioned much earlier, before we even began the the, um, the podcast, you said to me off mic or phone, I guess, not off camera, you said to me, how does this dude still have the time travel stuff? Look, I know right. that we have to have a plot. From prison. Yes, I know we have to have a plot. We do. But, but, like, I feel like MIB headquarters would have been all over that, like, I know they made the joke about the Neuralizer being, like, leaked on the Internet so people could, like, build their own, like, like the head in two. Yes. And, like, okay, that was funny. But, like, at this point, like, we're talking time travel here. I feel like they would have been all over that shit. Like, even Jay is, like, I'm a, you know, you know a senior officer with level one clearance. I think I would have been filled in about that. Unfortunately, it's classified. What the f- I That I need a raise. And I was like, yeah, give the man a damn raise. Like, he needs well, to know about this shit. Well, this, what are you talking what I, about? Let me tell you what I find funny. No, but hear me. Let me tell you what I find funny about it, right? We banned time travel. Yeah, well, is it banned by, like, a bullet in the head? Because this fucker still has time travel. Like, what do you mean it's banned? Right, exactly. I figured well, it's MIB, MIB would have been, like, at this dude's doorstep saying, so we're taking your tech. But it's mine. So we're taking your tech. <laughs> also, we should we we kind of buried the lead here. We're also taking you. Uh, get yeah, in right. You now yeah. work for us. What do you oh mean? no, I put I him mean, in a cell. It's a great paying job, but you will be at our headquarters forever. <laughs> no, I'd put him in a cell. Maybe not next to his dad, because I mean they they just make more time travel tech. Yeah. But like, I'd put him in a cell. Like, why? 
why does he still have this? Well, no, he's I'd say, breaking. Like, have, have him work for you, you know. But no, he's banned. No, like because literally, no, dude. The tech is banned, and he's used it before. He had an entire notebook filled of God knows what the fuck else he's changed already. That's fair, yeah. I would send that dude to I don't know what kind of prison. He's not an alien necessarily. Neither was his dad. That's what's interesting. They never said right. that they were aliens. They just said that, like, they they discovered time travel. They did time travel. Right. Yeah, no, Sorry. I'm. I know, like you normally want to do the whole like, oh, like you're a hacker, so like you could work with us, and that normally works in like the. It even works in the real world, funnily enough. When you have like younger people who like are hackers, you're like, oh yeah, we can have them work for the government and like try to help us out and stuff like that. That actually does happen in real life. It sounds like a right. you know a, a, a movie plot, and it is a movie plot, but it also happens in real <laughs> life. But this isn't. Right. This is time travel. This is much, yeah. and also someone who's used it. And it's already been banned, so they already know it exists. They've been like, okay, this is bad. No one can use it. We already know this is bad. And he's been using it multiple times, or other people have. That's fair. Yeah, when you put it like that, you're right. He he needs to be locked away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's just – but again, I get it. We need a plot. I get it. It needs to happen somehow. But – Right. Really? MIB doesn't know? Another thing, speaking of stuff that uh, MIB and not knowing – I know we have to have some kind of suspension of disbelief, and I'm going to come off like a huge asshole, but I'm ready to take that burden on. It's 2012. <laughs> Not one person with a fucking smartphone knows what the oh, fuck is going on. <laughs> like... Even like, look, I know we're in 2019 now, but even in 2012, not that long ago, even in 2012, it wasn't like, you know, anyone. How do I explain it? I'll put it like this: in the 90s and the 2000s, people were like laughing at some people online who were like, "Oh, conspiracy theories! Oh, how silly! How 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 funny you are! You're so you're so strange and odd." By 2012, conspiracies yeah. became were were mainstream. So the men in black yeah. would be followed constantly. And I get it. I know there has to be some suspension of disbelief. But you wear a suit like that, and you look that sharp in the 2010s, right. yeah. people are going to be questioning why you look right. that sharp. People are going to take notice, yeah. Yes. Now, I think nobody wears suits in New York. That's silly. But, I mean, a lot of people that do. But, um, but still... I don't know. It doesn't. You just look at the suit, and it's not like a Wall Street suit. It's not like a I'm going to do some business business suit. It's a you're doing right. you're investigating some shady shit suit. Yeah. And then you put on the glasses. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Right, right. <laughs> like I'm just saying. I know we have to have some kind of suspension of disbelief, but I think the biggest hindrance to this movie was the fact that it was released in 2012. I know that some of the CG couldn't have been done if it was released in the uh, mid to late 2000s, but I think that if it was narratively, it all would have made sense. And I don't know how international covers this at all. I don't know how they deal with it and stuff like that. To be fair, if they don't either, then I'll just have to assume that they have to work with that suspension of disbelief just to make the movie work. But... um. But, yeah, no, it's just rough because even horror movies, dude, suffer from that now. Like every horror movie now has to have a scene where someone pulls out a cell phone and goes, damn it, no service. Because, yeah, 
Why the fuck would you, have you to explain that away? Right. Yeah. Like if you heard if we were you and I were in the woods and we heard something rumbling and it didn't sound like an animal, yeah. we would immediately take out something to be like, What the fuck is going on here? We gotta call camp, we gotta call someone at camp, something you know, in the eighties no one would have been like, I'm going to pull out my giant cell phone. Fuck, you could probably beat Jason over the head with that fucking cell phone. Right? <laughs> right? You have a knife. I have a giant 80 cell phone. Guess who wins, motherfucker? Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, just call your mom now. Um, yep. So, yeah, it – you know, you have to explain all that stuff away now because, it, you know, the times are changing. But it's just interesting that – this MIB movie was like, no, nothing has changed. Why has things changed? Right. Nothing's changed. And it's like, I know we didn't spend much time in the 2000s, uh, but it's like, things have changed, guys. Yeah, right. You can't just go around doing this alien shit. Yeah. And just be like, oh, don't worry. I'm just going to neuralize all of you. Really? No one? I'm not saying that it's funny. I'm not saying none of that could have happened in the 90s or 2000s the with Men in Black. Which are still hilarious. Well, again, Will Smith sells that fucking right. brilliantly. Yeah. I right. mean, goddamn. The one with uh, – this is what happens when you flush your kids' uh, goldfish down fish the down. toilet. Yeah, yeah I love that, that one was too. one. But what was the first one? The first one had me dying, and I, for some reason, can't remember it. Oh, yeah, I – can't remember it now either. That's funny. Um, either way, what <laughs> yeah, was your favorite? We both can't remember. As we're wrapping it up, that God damn it, that's fucking good comedy. Um, as we're wrapping this up, <clears throat> tell me what your favorite part of the movie was, Tristan. Um, I don't know. I guess I really did enjoy Young K and J being together. Mm. Um, A specific part of it, or? Oh, well, just like the general. In general mm, but I love gong. um That's what gong? it was. Like it looked like it well it looked like it was a gong. It was a flying saucer. Like in the beginning follow. of the movie, in the beginning of the movie, there was like a looked like it was a flying saucer, but it kind of looked like a gong in a way. And basically it's like, yeah, you know when you turn your your cell phone on on an airplane, you're like, oh, it's not going to affect the airplane. This, oh, right. This that is what happened. This is what happened. Right. Oh, yeah. God, that was good, too. Yeah, no, it has to be um, a flying saucer. It's all gold. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think probably my favorite, like, just just my f- the bit that stands out between the two of them was Kay being, let's go get some pie. And Jay's just like, <laughs> yeah, all right. The future's going to be invaded by aliens. You know, we've been doing some solid police work, you know, investigating, trying to track down this guy. Let's do something stupid for a change. Let's go get some dumbass pie. <laughs> I think that just dumbass pie killed me the most. Like, I fucking died. Yeah, I will. Yeah, um, I liked that. Oh, I think my favorite line might have been from the movie and it's hard to say what my favorite was because again the comedy was actually when it was good it was really good um right i i think it was just some of griffin's like his you know his musings and one of them was unless yeah. did you have chocolate milk this morning yeah cindy yeah and then cindy dies and i'm oh. like who the fuck is cindy damn it cindy no like we just yeah. randomly meet cindy oh no cindy right. As if, like, again, the 
the, compa- the just the juxtaposition. Did you drink chocolate milk this morning? Okay. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Why? Oh, right. Oh God. I shouldn't laugh at that, but again, it's just the. No, yeah, that just, was that was pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and again, like I, I, God, it, it goes back to something. I'm not sure that Boris couldn't kill anyone. He could. He gets the job done. Killed many people. <laughs> it's just who he is as a person. If he was in front of me, I'd be like, "Fucking do it." Right. You dare try to tell me to kill you? Yeah. Yeah, fucking do it. I mean, we're already here. I know I'm dead, so, you know, let's get it over. Let's just do it. You As won't. he's shooting me, I'm like, doesn't feel like shit. <laughs> Kill like shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Why are you taunting me? He'd hiss at me. I'd be like, you a fucking cat? <sighs> right back at you, motherfucker. What, you in the new Cats movie now? Huh? You dancing around with, with, with James Corden? And then I kick down the door and shoot the alien in front of you, and you're like, what took you so fucking long? Um, yeah, so like, overall. I was just trying to see how long you could talk your way out of that one. You're right. That that one's on me. I'm now trying to see which alien is Rip Thorn. I don't know. I'm looking at the – maybe it's the the glacier-looking one. Maybe that's like a big enough mask that you can't tell that it's him. Right, yeah. I honest to God don't know which one is him because they all have elaborate masks and or makeup. Right. I, I honest to God don't know. Anyway, so I am I think we're done with this unless there's anything else you want to say. Yeah. We'll wrap this one I, I think we got it. All right. So I'm thinking, again, it's, it's either tied or – Oh, God, it's really hard to tell whether or not it's better than the second one. Because, again, there's just some higher parts. There's some lower parts. I just think it's a victim of when it was made. Yeah, which is yeah. odd in itself. but <laughs> <laughs> It really is, right? Because, again, you couldn't do some of the CG stuff in the 2000s. But, like, I would sacrifice right. some of that, because especially because I didn't think it looked good here. I would sacrifice some yeah. of that over – some of the jokes that I know they're going to be in there anyway, but wouldn't would have seemed dated because yeah, at the time some of these jokes were shitty, but that's what they said versus 2012 where it's just like, it's too fucking late. Like, sorry, when you're in the 2010s, you can't be saying shit like, Oh, back in the 2010s. Like, yeah, when you're in the 2040s, sure. You know, like in the future, we're definitely going to be saying, Oh God, you know, it's 2025 right now back in the 2010s. Right or it's 2032. Back in the 2010s, that'll make sense, right. right? But we're in 2019 right now. I can't be looking at seven years ago and being like, so long, so long ago. Yeah, right. Like no, no, God, no, fuck that. Yeah. 99, that sure. Works. No, 2002, sure. Yeah. It's right. too close. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, either way, I hope you all enjoyed. Oh, okay. No, sorry. For a second, I thought uh, the kid, the one who was, he's not even a kid, but the guy who was running the pawn shop, I thought he was playing with a Guitar Hero guitar, even though I knew it was a real guitar, but I thought it was a Guitar Hero. Oh, Oh, he had a fake... I thought it was a Guitar Hero guitar. No, no, no. Yeah, no, because you you get a close-up, and it's a real one. He was just pretending to play along with whatever band he was watching. Um, Right, right, okay. What I was going my to say is, behind, I, I no. thought he was actually just playing Guitar Hero on like multiple screens. <laughs> no, here's what'll freak you out. Behind him, 
in the in the little glass there was actually a fake N64 game, like one of those like 101 oh. games that I have. The ones that right, I have that yeah. like look like N64 controllers, but they're not. But this one, yeah. I've actually seen this one online. So he actually had a fake one in there, like in its box next to yeah. some other controller things. You could tell it's like right, right next to him on the bottom right-hand side. Anyway, huh. but that's your weird gaming trivia for the podcast. Um, it's one of those fake <laughs> ones from like, I don't know if it was Chinese or Russian. But, uh, but yeah, right. it's one of the fake ones. Yeah. Either way. So, love you all. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Friday Night Movies, where Tristan and I talked about Men in Black 3. This is not being recorded separately. I just changed my tone of voice. Tristan is still here with me. Hi, Tristan. And uh, Hi. Hope, hopefully all of you uh, tune into our next episode. And if you're wondering where to find our next episode or, next episode or how to find them, you can actually check out our uh, YouTube channel, Those Guys on the Radio, and see some of our archived stuff there. Also on Blog Talk Radio, usually these get posted there, blogtalkradio.com slash Those Guys on the Radio, or search up Those Guys on iTunes, and you can find our backlog through there as well. Download it and listen to us on the go. Also would like to mention as well, that uh, you can get all of our stuff. We can see all of our stuff being posted on our Facebook, facebook.com slash those guys on the radio, our Twitter, which is at those guys radio, and our Instagram, which is um, Instagram. That's funny. Our main website, it's, our Instagram is not as active anymore, but our main website, which is uh, tgproduction.net. Also, want to mention as well, uh, I don't know why Jay was smacking an alien with a baby alien. That was kind of fucked up. I know he was mad, but the alien looked like a baby. That was kind of fucked up. Kind of. Do you, no, do you remember that scene? Like, he's just yeah, smacking him with, like, it looks like it's a baby. And I'm like, why? I mean, that baby-looking alien was also in a pot previously, so, like, you know, apples and oranges, which is worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. I was like, no, like, it just looks like it's like I'm going to save him. And then he's slapping him with the baby. Right. Well, I mean, even Jay was like, Dude, that was that was kind of fucked up what you did back there. I know you're having a well, bad no. day, but like you better. Well, no, that. he said it was. <laughs> but that's the weird thing. Oh, it's fucked up what you did to that alien dude. What about the baby? Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So uh, tune in next time, everybody. <laughs> See you. This podcast is toast. <laughs> this podcast is toast.